Hello and welcome to Cole's Notes, the podcast. Episode TS2202. Come and join me as I dive into 100% City, a performance initiative of Berlin-based theater label Ramini Protocol. On today's episode, I'm going to be discussing Ramini Protocol's 100% City and a few of the key elements that have gone into it, specifically who it's for, what it aims to achieve, and the tactics it uses to achieve those goals. Another thing that I'll address are a couple of ethical implications raised by this project, specifically the vulnerability expected of the participants, as well as the way in which certain minorities may be misrepresented or underrepresented. Established in the year 2000 by the trio of Helgard Haug, Stefan Kegi, and Daniel Wetzel, Ramini Protocol is not a traditional theater company. They collaborate with lots of experts from outside of the theater community, the theater world, and 100% City is a particularly collaborative effort on their part. This project has been performed now in more than 35 cities around the world, including two right here in Canada, Vancouver and Montreal. And the main objective of 100% City is to humanize and narrate the statistics that define a city. And this project is really for the community, for the city it's being performed in, for the individuals participating and also watching, but more broadly for the government and government organizations and even community organizations that deliver services and programs that are dependent on these statistics. This performance really gives a a real life flesh and blood example of what those numbers represent on stage in front of them. Now let's talk tactics a little bit. 100% City as a performance takes 100 people from a city and puts them on stage to represent 100% of the population. And the casting method is quite an interesting tactic employed. It's kind of a chain reaction where organizers find an individual and then that individual is asked to suggest someone they know that meets another element of the statistical criteria they're trying to represent, so on and so forth. So for example, in 100% Montreal, many of the people were neighbors, friends, family members, colleagues, and it really showed the lack of degrees of separation that can exist in a, even a big city like Montreal. The interconnectedness between all of these people, even when one person is representing over 18,000 other people. Beyond this unique casting model, there were a couple more technical tools employed to really represent these statistics effectively. The first was a very minimal stage presentation that drew all the focus to the performer participants, not distracting with any unnecessary props, just what was the bare minimum. The second was this effective use of video projection, of live camera shots of the participants, again, really zeroing in on them. And one that was very, very powerful was this top-down 
petri dish shot that gave the effect of the participants being under the microscope as a representation of their city. This notion of being under the microscope segues really nicely into the ethical implications of this project. The first of which is vulnerability that's expected and required of participants. Very difficult and sensitive questions were asked at times in regard to politics, religion, socioeconomic status, and even sexuality and gender identity. Now, even for categorization along statistical lines, you run the risk of stigmatizing or marginalizing people according to their responses. Even when a question is asked like, do you evade taxes? Individuals who respond, yes, I do, or yes, I have committed this crime, risk fines and criminal prosecution. On a more intimate and personal level, if people are asked to reveal their sexuality or their gender identity, they're potentially exposed to homophobia or transphobia from other participants or audience members who may not be as tolerant. Now, those risks exist, but there is a flip side benefit because for minority groups that have traditionally been marginalized or oppressed, uh, that have flown under the radar, they're given the opportunity to have their moment in the spotlight, be presented on stage in a very visible way. And this is a real benefit to those communities. Now, whether the benefit of visibility was extended to all of the minority groups and demographics that make up a city is a little bit unclear and uncertain, especially when you consider that there are groups, minorities, that make up less than 1% of the population and simply can't be represented by one of the 100 people on stage during a performance of 100% City. So a question that needs to be asked and grappled with is, how can those people be represented in performances like this? Despite these limitations, 100% City is an important and relevant performance artwork in our modern post-truth world. Certain interest groups will always try to spin numbers for their ideological advantage, but 100% City shows us that we're all in this together, despite our differences along whatever parameters you want to consider, we all still make up 100% of the cities that we live in. Thank you so much for joining me on this TS2202 episode of Cole's Notes, the podcast. If you want to learn more about 100% City or any other project by Ramini Protocol, you can check out their website at rimini-protokoll.de. Thanks so much for joining me. We'll see you guys next time.